welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Our heroes, or our outlaws... It all depends on your point of view, I suppose. Either way, Arnis, Darvin, and Vale decided they couldn't stay in Fort Barbary any longer. Samudio took them to the town of Old Barbary, a town that celebrated their butterflies over everything else. It is a place of quiet and simple pleasures. However, quiet and simple are rarely completely quiet, nor entirely simple. When you arrive in Old Barbary, it is already dark, though not yet late enough so as children have gone to bed. Uh, you're greeted by a plain wooden sign bearing the town's name, and attached to that sign is a smaller yet much more colorful sign stating, Butterfly Festival in three weeks. And you can see that the three is hanging from a peg, suggesting that it gets updated regularly. Beyond the signs, you see Old Barbary itself, light with torches and the laughter of children. Uh, all of the buildings in town are... Simple, made of wood. The tallest reaches maybe two stories. And there's some single-story buildings that have, like, a second-story facade. Kind of like those old west towns. Mm. And that thing that just kind of raises up. Mm-hmm. And Sanudio uh, directs the cart into the town, where you can see adults and children alike. Give me a, give me a perception roll. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Um, I got an 18. Seventeen. Okay. Well, apparently Vale has her attention elsewhere. Are you his car right now still? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But Arnis and Darvin, you notice that adults and children all seem to be... Well, not all. A lot of them seem to be wearing these antenna or fake wings made to resemble those of a butterfly. Yellow and red. Uh, Kind of in preparation for the upcoming festival. All right. That's um, cool. Sam stops the wagons next to some humble stables just inside the city. And he tells you the horses need to rest. Uh, Sniffins and I do too. I've got some people to talk to, but you can find me later at the Nectar Pond if you need. And he kind of points up the road. There's a sign out front. You'll, you won't be able to miss it. Take some time to relax. They're real nice folks. You know, Wouldn't hurt you to get to know them a bit. He heads off. What do you do? Well, let's first take a minute to look at this thing that Valence is using to talk oh. about us. And check out the gear. Yes. Um, not in the middle of the street, though. Oh, I assumed we were in the cart. You I'm can sorry. chill in the back of the wagons yeah. if you want. That's, yeah, that's that's what my intention it's was. It's not super roomy, but yeah, you can hang out back there. I wasn't intending mm. to stay on there forever, but like... First of all, you find the written statements... Pretty much matches what you heard from the stones before. Okay. You find drawings of Arnis's face, Darwin's face, and Hudson's face. Darwin, the drawing of you is a little bit goofy. Hudson's is actually really good. Arnis's is a bit more like a boardwalk caricature. A little bit bigger <laughs> head and features, a tiny <laughs> like a like a uh, But it has your names on it. Uh, this is clear what they were handing out to kind of show people who they're looking for. And you also find two stones, as I said before, a little bit uh, bigger than a lemon, ovalish in shape, and you can give me an arcana check if you want to see what they are. I have no bonuses to arcana, That's so fine. anybody has like as good of a shot one. as I do. Well, technically I have plus one too, because I have no bonus. Oh, I got a nine. I crit. Hey. Nice. I'm not even going to roll. <laughs> Don't even bother! I already know! (laughs) These two things are called Mouth of the Magistrate. 
It's an ovoid stone about the size of a lemon with a big carving of a mouth on it. It is capable of storing a short message for a period of time. These are typically used by rulers and other leaders to deliver messages in their own voice. If you want to use one, you can spend a minute focusing on the stone and then speak a short message into it, typically less than 30 seconds. You perform an arcana check after that to determine how long the message will be stored. The minimum is one hour. And as an action, you can play the message from the stone in its entirety. Are there already messages on the stone? You could you Presum- could do it if you want to. Presumably. Yeah. No, don't. No. Don't play it. Because <laughs> it's very loud, and it's essentially telling everyone to look for you. Uh. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. If it's Bad. that same message, yeah, it would probably incriminate you. All right, really all right. I guess it's loud. We don't necessarily always play at that volume, but this was an announcement, so it was recorded at you know, a higher volume. I wonder if we could tell it to... A quieter volume. I almost forgot. On those pieces of paper with your faces and names on there, there is a bounty amount listed on that. Arnis, the return of you is worth 150 gold. Yippee. Wow. Hudson, he's worth 200. Wow. Darkin's worth 250. Yeah, I'm worth the most. <laughs> Maybe we should turn him in. Hey. <laughs> well, Good I luck, Arnis, turning him in. I was like, I, I can't turn him in. You. I'll cut you a check for the difference. I'll give you 100 gold and then lock you up. <laughs> but yeah, that's how much you guys are currently worth. Alive preferred. But same not- amount dead? It doesn't say. It just says alive preferred. Which means that, yes, same amount dead. <laughs> Damn. If they're not saying, like, that's the amount for bringing us in alive, then they don't really give crap. And to be fair, it's not like you guys know a bunch of secrets or something and they need to interrogate you. Right. You're an estate prisoner. They assume the three of you murdered a bunch of people. They have no evidence. <laughs> they have bodies. And you're gone. So, meh. Oh, would someone like to roll investigation on the written statement? Uh, that's 21 total. Okay. Much That'll better. definitely do it. Okay. As you're reading over this message... You see that it specifically mentions that they are one for the deaths of five guards and two detainees. And you may recall that you did not kill that many people. <laughs> right, we definitely didn't kill those detainees. Those two other people in the jail. Oh, yeah, only we killed four guards. Them. Yeah. So there are three extra murders they are pinning on you. That's, that's fun. That's Man, fair. this guy's a dick. Would you like to keep all this nice stuff, or would you like to throw it all away? No, I want to keep it. Well, the... Get rid of the, the wanted posters. How are you going to get rid of them? Burn them. Okay. Yeah, if they're just posters, that's easy that enough. Use them as kindling. Burning things are not going to be a problem. There are torches all up and down the main road. Cool. Then what would you like to do? Now that you know what you got. I, I have no need to use it now, but it will come in handy later. That's Store fine. it. Yeah. Right. Store it in the cart. Both of them. Okay. Throw it in the cart. Yeah. I'm good for a rest at this point, and a good solid cleaning of my armor. Yeah, you did get your stuff a little bloody. Yeah, okay. Pretty sure that dude taken, bled all over you. I should have taken prestidigitation. Mm. <laughs> you can take it as your next. Can you level up? It's so useless, though. Like ninety. Except when somebody's there. covered in blood. Now I have a feeling you're pretty much always going to be So yeah, maybe I will do that. All right, just think about that, then. It's easier than trying to find a bath every five So you guys want to go find a place to stay? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. yeah. Cool. As you enter Wait, the... I change robes, just to be clear, to mm-hmm. put on the new ones. No problem. I assume that happened okay. way back when you got okay. them. Okay. It's not like your stuff's all covered in blood. I never said it, so I figured I'd better make sure. As you walk along the main street, uh, a young girl and a group of her friends run up to you. They're wearing butterfly items, one sort or another, and she... Approaches the three of you, and she's got a little kind of bushel full of these items. Would you like some wings? Some antenna? For the festival. How much are they? <laughs> Dude, I'm a bard. Come yeah, on. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> I'm totally going to do this. I just want to know how much they are. Oh, well, it's uh, it's three for the wings and two for the antenna. Three what, hun? Copper. Let me, out of mm-hmm. character, how many copper and a silver? Ten. Perfect. 
Who else wants a pair of wings and some antenna? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Oh, come on. I'll pass. You guys suck. I'll make you a deal if you buy a pair for each of you. What's the deal? Three wings and three antenna for a silver. Sold, kid. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Thanks. She hands them to each of you. The, the wings are made out of mm, this like thick paper stuff colored in with crayons and dyes. All presumably done by these children. They don't look super fancy. Oh, they're super cute. The antenna are wooden sticks on a headband. It's kind of weird. I totally put that shit on. Right then and there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right then and there. Dude, there's a bounty on my head. I want to look like a local. <laughs> I stick out a little bit. Thanks so much, mister. Of course. As you pay her, you get a real good look at her here and... You can tell that she's got these weird mm, formations on her skin. Imagine, like, small, flat pieces of plastic growing just below the surface of the skin. Ooh. Oh. You have them different places on her. Her friends do not. That's interesting. Can I pull and uh, see if I recognize that at all? Sure. Oh, I don't. <laughs> what, what, what were you rolling there? A nature check, I'm okay. assuming. No, yeah. So yeah, no, that's a that's a five. What what am I rolling? Would it be nature, uh, investigation, nature or medicine? Oh, medicine! I can roll medicine. I have I a good be. bonus to medicine. Not going to matter because I got an eight total. You also rolled a four. That's very nice of you. I can also roll medicine. Look great. Awesome! I, I love this. Coming through when you need it. Oh yeah, I love it. Whereas when mm-hmm. we get into combat, it's all ones. Heck yeah. Did you get a good look at this girl? She's handing out the wings and antenna. You notice these weird flat spaces on her skin seem to be growing. And although you do apparently know a good deal about medicine, you've never heard of anything like this before. This is not something that people get. All right. Well, that's weird. Thing happening to this (laughs) child. I'm not gonna talk to the stranger about her. That's that's fine. You don't have to talk to her anymore. She's got your money. She's willing to let you go. Yep. That would be rude. I don't even know her name. So, I mean, being like, yo, you look... Oh, you bought a bunch of stuff? Oh, my name's Catalina. I live in the big house up the road. It's nice to meet you. I do not offer my name. Normally I would. But... As you continue walking through the center of town, you notice there are torches by most doors lit and... In the center, there's a large tree that has been carved to look like a branching amalgam of animals. Now, some people carve a bear or something out of a tree stump. It's like they did that, they didn't get rid of the rest of the tree, and they just kept carving more animals into it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. They're at the same time distinct from one another and kind of flowing into one each other. Yeah. Someone can give me a religion check. Or everybody. 16. Darvin, really on the ball today. Must be that new robe. Must be. It's lucky. For the moment. Yeah. You see that this tree has been carved into what appears to be a shrine to Grawlor, the god of beasts. Neat. Mm-hmm. And just beyond it, there's a very wide fire pit filled with coals and bits of wood. There's a low, yet quite hot fire burning in it. That seems like a fire hazard. It is very clearly meant to be there. Like It is seems a like ring Pit. Getting ready to cook dinner. Yeah, but I mean, there's around no the like grill. No, it's no, past, the tree. past oh. the tree. Okay. Actually, from from the other side of the tree, like gives this nice underglow to the whole thing. Mm. Makes the animals come alive. Shiny. Fire. Figuratively come alive. They do not literally come alive <laughs> when they get touched by firelight. Right. Okay. So you're looking for a place to stay and get cleaned up. Yep. This actually would be the nectar pond, which Sam alluded to earlier. This isn't exactly a Big and burgeoning city. Uh, you can tell that most of the buildings here are houses. There's a few people who actually work in the city, but most of the people exit to take care of their business. Perhaps they go do fishing stuff in the bay, uh, go up to the fort for trading stuff, go further south for any natural resources. So there's a few people who do actual work here. Not a lot in the city. So the Nectar Pond serves as both the diner and place for travelers to stay. You walk in, you are greeted by a, a nice old man. Graying hair. It's a little thin on top. Ah, welcome to the Nectar Pond. My name's Grooks. How can I help you? 
I'm going to address him, because you two are wanted criminals. Um, I'd love a room for myself and my companions for the night. Is that one room for each of you? I think we can do one room for the three of us. Okay. Uh, How long are you staying? Planning on just for the night. All right, well, if the three of you just want to share one room, it's only going to be five silver for the night. Wonderful. I toss him five silver. He takes it. He'll give you Kara the key to a room. He'll point you to the stairs and tells you it's up there. Right, you can give me a perception check as you guys are entering this lobby area. There's a few people hanging out. I got an 18 again. 11. Arnis, you look around, you see that the people in here are also either wearing antenna or wings. Grooks actually had a, a nice little like lapel pin of a butterfly on his shirt. And uh, there's a place to get some drinks down here, some food if you want, or you can immediately retire for the night. A meal sounds nice. Sure, why not? You mean you don't want to have more salted fish? No. I'm good, thanks. Salted fish is pretty good. Yeah, but this salted fish is only mediocre. Even as far as salted fish goes. So everybody's going to eat? Yeah. He'll bring out some fish stew. Offer you some, some mead if you would like. Mead. Yes. I'm about it. Not much of a drinker. I'll pass on the mead. I'll try a little. I'm not much of a drinker either, but... Aww. I'm trying to remain a low profile. My instinct was to be like, I'll take hers. <laughs> but I'm trying to... <laughs> you don't want to get drunk and just be like, Hey, everybody, I'm a bard! Yeah, I don't... I am the greatest bard! <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to... I was actually looking at you guys' character sheets, and I'm like, Oh, does anybody have that rustic hospitality thing? <laughs> No, no, the artist has that thing where if she perform, if he performs, he gets free room and board. Yeah, I wonder if he'll take it. Not here. Guess not. Not here. Here, I will pay for my lodging. We're clearly not far mm-hmm. enough away. Now, if you were to stand at the entrance to town and look north-ish, you could probably see a torch burning in one of the tower windows of the fort. Uh, Off in the distance, not like spitting distance, but it only took you a couple of hours to get here by cart. So you're sitting there eating a, a woman in her late 30s. She has a plain beauty about her. Uh, and she is there for a drink, and she's talking with Brooks's wife. Uh, her name's Edna. Uh, and they're just chatting about the upcoming festival. They are both really excited. She has on a pair of very nice wings. Hers, hers are made of cloth. Ooh, Got some like, sequins in it, too. Mm-hmm. She's looking fancy. Uh, as you finish up your meal, uh, Sam enters. All right, he comes up to you. Oh, is everything going all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just having a meal. Ready to go rest. Good, good, good. He starts chatting up this woman who came in with the nice wings. He's kind of letting you guys be about your own business. You guys want to just hang out down here? So we're done eating, and then I'm going to go up to the room. Yeah, same. sure. You guys go retire upstairs. Clean up your clothing, rest, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a small candlestick in here to help light the room. There's a spot on the wall for... There, there is a sconce on the wall. Yeah, you can light that if you want. Yeah. So I guess the big question comes now. The three of you are sharing a room. Kara, you're going to go to sleep. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, I am. Do you intend to keep this a secret from Darvin? Oh, yes, still? I do. And what's the room look like? It's not a huge room. It's maybe 10 by 15 feet. It's got a pair of twin beds, table with a water basin in it, smallest chest of drawers. Um, I'll let them take the beds. Where are you going? I'm going to sleep on the floor on the farthest side from him. So on the floor next to my bed. Mm -hmm. You stay the night. Morning comes, which is, again, not to say the sun. It is still quite dark outside. When wake, you wake up time up. comes. Just naturally wake up, possibly from the sounds of other people staying here. They don't get a whole lot of travelers usually. Uh, this time of the year, they get a few more, though. They got the festival coming up. When you exit out your room, as you open the door, you notice kind of tacked onto the outside of it, there's a butterfly-shaped piece of paper, and it just says the, the town of Old Barberry invites you to stay for our butterfly festival. Enjoy 
wonderful butterfly mead, barberry marmalade, and a nice little parade. I believe we have business to attend to that's going to keep us from staying for the butterfly festival. Considering it's three weeks from now, yeah. And you're you're a wanted criminal, and so are you. True. Actually, as you look at the paper, it has a date, and that's only two weeks away. They changed the sign in the middle of the night. Still too long. Oh, you don't want to hang out for a couple of weeks? I really don't. No, don't hang out and risk getting discovered. Yep. It's too bad. Moving. It's too bad. You guys head downstairs. You can have some breakfast. Yeah, sure. Why not? Enjoy the hot while we can. Sure. There's some good food. It's fish stew again, but this time they drop some, like, eggs in there. Nice. You know, like, egg drop soup. It's pretty good. It's nice and warm. Works for me. It's food. Yeah. So I'll take it. It's warm, mostly fresh food. Yep, good enough. Some of the stew might be left over from yesterday, but... Oh, no. It's still good. It's not back fish up jerky. As you're eating, Sam comes down the stairs. Oh, I've got some... I've got some great news. How'd you guys like to earn a little bit of, a little bit more money before we head out? Depends on what the job is. Well, I was speaking with Elder Beals last night. He kind of is the overseer of the town. Uh, and he asked for some assistance uh, getting ready for the festival. He said he's going to buy a little bit of extra oil from me that I got there in the wagon. Uh, and we'll pay extra for our help and comes out to some good money. All we ought to do is help set up some decorations and uh, drive the uh, butterfly wagon. I might need the money. <clears throat> drive Explain this butterfly, this, wagon? this butterfly wagon. Would you like to go out and take a look? Oh. I want to know why and when. That's happening. Well, you know, I've got the horses, and they they would be pulling it. Right. Oh, yeah. Every, every year they do up this wagon real nice. It's, a, it's like a giant butterfly, and it's part of the parade that goes through town. So, um, okay. Now this year, I hear they got something special going on with it and needed a little bit of extra horsepower. Oh. Uh, that's two extra weeks we have to stay here. Oh. Not a big rush. It's not like fish jerky goes bad that fast. Well, oil is going to last for a good long while. No oil was in the second wagon, which Darwin did not stay in. He's got like half a dozen barrels of it. Mostly used for torches. I'd be driving the horses. You'd just be helping set up and decorate. So so the three of us wouldn't actually have to be in the parade? Well, he did say he'd be willing to, if you wanted. Now, they do got some costumes. (laughs) And if you wanted to get real dressed up, you could walk in the parade. How badly does the bard want to perform in the parade? How much of our faces would show through these costumes? <laughs> I've been here before when they've done the Butterfly Festival. It's real good. They, It's like this whole hood thing they put over. and it, You look almost just like a butterfly walking around. It's real nice. Kids get a kick out of it. Hmm. So it's like a... a a fun thing, but you you won't see me. No. Okay. That's something we could do conceivably. Theoretically, we could do that. We might need the coin. Yeah, the money wouldn't be bad. <laughs> That's what I always say. Money never hurts. All right, we're we're in. Great. Uh, go outside, talk to Riken. He's over at the butterfly wagon. He's the one getting it set up. He'll let you know what to do. Oh, I need to roll for my disguise again. Oh, are you going to disguise yourself up again? Yeah. Sure, sure. Go ahead and roll for that disguise. We're too close to anything. You can definitely say you did this this morning. This is getting, like, worse and worse. I got a ten. Well, it's a good thing you're getting farther and farther away from people who might know you. Maybe. I just make sure my hood is real. You know. (laughs) Put your head down real far. Mm. I forgot to tell you about your paper, which you will definitely know about without having to roll. Okay. You got God on your side. Nice. I'm not a monster. Of course I'm not a monster. No, I'm not a monster. Oh, you kind of are. Not yet. <laughs> Don't call him that. Bad things happen. Um, Darvin, in your package you received that slightly psychic paper. It's called Corum's Page. It's a durable piece of paper, roughly four by seven inches, bearing only a faint image of Corum that seems to bleed through to either side, like a watermark almost. It is typically used by worshippers of Corum when traveling. Names that appear on it are said to be chosen by Corum so that they may join them in death. 
So using it, uh, you can spend 10 minutes in deep prayer, asking Farm for guidance and serving them. Any answer, if given, will appear on the paper. There's not a guaranteed answer. Sometimes you just won't answer your prayers. Do I have any idea on how often I'm like supposed to check it? No. Okay. That's just a matter of faith right there, buddy. <laughs> it's really up to you. All right. And you know that these are people who are meant to die. So someone's not meant to die every day in your direct vicinity. Right, right. Okay, just putting that out there. This is a small town you're in right now. I'm not going to If you did that every day up until the festival, you'd murder like half this city. <laughs> I'm not going to Well, if you got an town. answer every day. Yeah, if you got an answer every day. If I got an answer every day, I would murder up the town. But I don't think I would. Wow. I mean, if you told me to, I'd do my God's bidding. I think murdering people here is probably a bad idea. So, what's up? You want to go out and see Riken? Yeah, sure. Sure! Sounds good to me. As you exit the Nectar Pond, you head back towards the the Shrine to Grawler in the middle of the city. And not too far from that, you can see a covered wagon, which has kind of the makings of some very large wings being attached to the top of it. A skeleton of it right now. It's like a few things sticking out. And there's a man very hurriedly kind of just rushing about it, tying things down, measuring some things out, getting it set up. He's only got a couple weeks, but he's hard at work, because gosh darn it, he loves this festival too. Hi there, since no one else is going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morning, good morning. As he turns, you see a man in his 40s. He's got a little bit of a 5 o'clock shadow going on. He's got a butterfly painted on his face, like right here, right on the top of his cheekbone. Awesome. Uh, Morden, Morden, how are you folks doing? So he looks at the three. Uh, we're doing well. We are, uh, we are Smudio's companions. We're, we hear you want to put us to work. Yes, yes. Beals told me that Sam might help. Great, great. Wonderful to hear. He reaches into the back of the wagon as he does so. He kind of like looks at the three and just like opens it a little bit and reaches in and grabs a bag of stuff. And goes like, it's, shh, it's a surprise for the festival. Got it. And he just hands you bag after bag of these small wooden butterflies and caterpillars and just other decorations. And he tells you to go put them up across the city. Just everywhere. Hang them from the shrine, put them on people's doors, uh, put them out on the side in front of the town. Anywhere you can think of. Go for it. All right. Sounds good. There's clearly more in here than you could do in a day. Unless you're just throwing, uh, throwing them all on the ground somewhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to put them up. Uh, as you're doing so, the town, uh, you can see a lot of people from the town going about their daily business. Uh, there's a couple people returning from the shore. Uh, they've got some fish and some other stuff, like some tackle and whatnot. Uh, everybody's talking about the festival. Uh, there are those kids running around again, and I would like everyone to give me a perception we got 18. 22. 16. Well, all right. Yeah, good night's sleep in a real bed. Done every once in good. Or on a real floor. Catalina is not quite so energetic today. She's a little slower than she was yesterday. She's still trying to sell or otherwise get other people to wear butterfly stuff for the festival. Oh, yeah. I would have put my wings and my antenna back on. Oh, you put it back on? Good. Yeah. Good, good. Of course I did. I look like a local. Who is wearing their butterfly stuff? That is a very good question. So not me. Would you have expressed the idea of looking like a local? It's a band. I probably wouldn't have said it in so many words, but I probably would have said, come on, guys, everybody else is. Come on, guys. And so whatever you, like, want to extrapolate from that. I think at that point I would see the wisdom in it, and I would go, okay, sure, whatever. So, yeah, why not? As you're putting the decorations up on one of the houses just off the main road, that woman from the Nectar Pond, that you saw speaking with Sam, that comes out and asks you how you're all doing today. Have we been introduced yet? No. no. My name's Marada. Who are you fine folk? My name's Kara. Name? Oscar. See, he's got his alibi, his alias ready 
That's right. Yeah. I already have one. Um, you can call me Charles. <laughs> Oscar, Charles, Kara. Oh, it's so nice to meet you all. You folks here for the festival. You look adorable. Why, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You are here for the festival or you are adorable? Here Both. for the festival. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely stick around for it then. Yeah. I'll be having my marmalade for sale. It's quite good. She, of course, makes the Barberry Marmalade. Wonderful. I'm looking forward so to the it. city's name <laughs> Sounds extra fancy. She's got those very nice wings on again, and she's wearing antenna as well. She guys can give me another perception roll here. It's a 20. My luck is worn out. I got a 4. 15. You finished talking to her, and you set out to go decorate more of the buildings and the city. Kara, something seemed off. She went about With her. She, she, she left. She, she went back inside. She heard you guys outside of her house and just wanted to come say hi. Just be, be friendly to some strangers. Mm-hmm. It's a friendly town. Something odd about her. What was her name again? Marada. M-A-R-A-D-A. She's normal to me. She did seem normal to you. Why not call it Marada's Marmalade? Because it's not made of Marada. It's made of Barberry. Oh, like some branding. You want to put like Marada Marmalada. Yeah. Because <laughs> it rhymes, you know. You gotta... I should help this lady. Just... Would you like to write a jingle for Mom Marmalade? I... It would be... Get it moving. No, I... I'm not. You got that fancy guitar thing. Yeah, don't... Don't write jingles. <laughs> and you go about your business. Riken will have different things for you guys to set up. Strings of like berries and flowers to hang about the town along Grawler's Shrine. Is there anything in particular you want to do leading up to the festival? Well, really just kind of whatever he tells us to do. Decorating's not hard. You are not going to fail decorations. Uh, it's really whatever he tells us to do. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty, pretty much, much whatever he asks mm-hmm. we're yeah. doing. A little profile. And then, yeah. yeah. butterfly miss. Sam checks in with you every day. Sometimes he's got sniffins with him, sometimes not. He seems to be having a blast with some of the locals, just hanging out, like, telling stories and stuff. Good. He's doing a little bit of work, but it's mostly just, it's mostly getting the barding ready for his horses to pull that other wagon. After about a week, everyone give me another perception roll. I got 18 that time. I got a 9. A crit. Kara and Darvin, during your time here in the city, setting up. It's not hard work. This is very easy. Easy money. You notice Catalina, not only has she gotten slower, but the marks on her skin have gotten bigger. Okay, I'm going to point this out to you, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. Oh, again, I just, I don't know her well enough to go up and... Uh, That's fine. Just, you um, don't have to. Um, I want to, though. You can talk to her directly. You can try to talk to her parents. Just talk to other people in the town. I'd rather talk to her. Okay. Seems kind of rude to talk. She's about not hard her. to find. She is not in school. Clearly. No, she's about. I don't say she's about twelve, maybe. Her education is mostly like how to survive in this town. She's learning a trade. Mm, okay. Clearly, she's making some money selling you guys butterfly stuff. I'll flag her down at some point. Sure, no problem. Flag her down. She's got a couple other kids with her. Young boy, another young girl, about the same age. Kind of hard to tell. None of them look super clean, but they're not like urchin dirty. Oh, you look really nice in those wings, Mister. Thank you. Well, it's all—I mean, it's all because of you. I'm guessing you made them, right? Yeah, we did. Motions to her friends. Yeah, they're quite good. I mean, they've lasted me for over a week. So Everybody's still wearing them. I hope they'll last till the festival. Yeah. Car still wearing, wearing them. Aw. I keep hoping says, that she's going to get on board. <laughs> you two look really good, but ma'am, you, you could wear them too. They go real nice with your hair. See, what did I tell you? But why celebrate? Why, why waste them now when, we're, when I can wear them during the celebration? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you lying to this little girl? You want to roll deception to lie to this little girl? Tell me it was a bad roll. 17. Damn it. it were. <laughs> Okay, I guess if you're saving them up. But you have to promise to wear them at the festival. 
Okay. Sincerely this time? Sincerely. Don't okay. worry. I'll hold her to it. Um, Catalina, do you mind if I... Do you mind if I ask you a question that might be a little awkward? Whatever you and want. You don't have to answer if you don't want. You can tell me to shove off. That's totally fine. <laughs> because I, I don't I don't mean to pry, but I'm... Well, Daddy says I should be nice to strangers. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything I can do to, to help, maybe. Can I... Is it alright if I ask, how did you get the marks on your skin, if you know? I don't know, they just showed up one day. Are they changing? Oh, this one, she like points to one on her arm. It's like, it started out this big, and now it's this big. Hmm. She taps on it a little, and it's just like, look. That's so weird. I don't say that out loud. (laughs) I I absolutely do not say that to the 12-year-old. You know, I've encountered a few things on my travels. Not many, but this mm-hmm. is weird. Are you are you in any pain because of them? Are I, they are they affecting you? I can't feel it at all. I'm a little tired. Mm, yeah, well. <sighs> I assume that your parents have tried to hire a, a a doctor or something to figure out what's going on or whatever the equivalent. Yeah, is. Daddy asked a doctor. And- they haven't been able to do anything, and he's praying every day, too. Uh, good. Again, and of course, Catalina, I don't mean to pry at all, but if if your parents want extra help, or you do, I don't know that there's much that I could do, but I do, you know... You can, you can talk to my daddy if you want. We're going to be much longer. I kind of want to sit down. No, no, Catalina, you are free to go. <sighs> okay. She walks over to, like a big rock next to somebody's house and just sits down for a few minutes. Catches her breath. Everyone, give me another perception check. Everybody fails this time. I'm going to be sad. I got 13. 21. The boy she was with, he was also wearing the antenna, and it looked like they were moving independently. Wait. His antenna were moving? (laughs) Yes. What now? Yours have yet to move. They they do seem like sticks attached to headbands. Are you a rabbit? That that kid's antenna were moving. Not the girl. It was all very lazy, just kind of like slowly circling about. Uh, Darvin caught it. They were moving. They were moving. Kid, how'd you get the moving antenna? Oh my god. Were you going to yell at it? Huh? What's up now, man? Your antenna, they were moving. That's super cool. Where'd you get those? Were they? Awesome. I love it. I'm going to go tell everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Can oh, I see them? Wait, I'm... What, uh, you can go up and talk to him if you want. Can, get... yeah. can, can I He's... see your antenna? Yeah. Look, and he kind of like leans his head in and see like puts eyes. him like real close That's to your face. And check on see with them. your eyes, man. So it's an 11. You see a band there, like what is on the mm-hmm. two of their heads, which you also do notice like as it gets closer, one of them moves slightly to get closer to your nose and kind of feels like it almost like goes in <laughs> not a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Careful, mister. When was the last time you took your antenna off? Last night. I took him off for bed. Okay. That's weird. It's really weird. He's not right with these children. It's the antenna. Where did, the antenna? Where did you guys get your antenna from? They made them. We made them. Where'd you get the materials for them? The trees. What tree? The, he just points like outside. Out into the forest, of course. The woods. <laughs> the place where sticks come from. I hear they grow a plenty out there. The place where what you <laughs> the get wild, sticks. If you will. Is that all? I got nothing else. I got nothing, man. Something weird is happening. I'm taking off my antenna. As soon as you know, I can do so subtly. He's the only one you've seen moving, so I'm going to leave mine on. Plenty of people in town wearing antenna and not being affected by them, so... Um, that we know of. So, do you... Do you want to take them off, or are you going to do like ours and keep them on? No, I'm going to take them off as soon as I can do so, subtly. I don't want to offend the kids. You going to hang out with these kids anymore? No, I'm, I'm going to go back to work. Right? Doing stuff. All right. Yep. Give me a constitution check. <laughs> Sorry, saving throw. 20. Pull them right off. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed. We don't learn anything that way. I still have mine on, so you might. 
What do you guys want to do? Working. You certainly can. We should. Yeah. We should. I don't know. Investigate woods or something. I want to keep an eye on all of the antenna in town. I feel like we should go see if there's anything in the woods at some point. So since it's the only lead we have, that's like the whole forest. Like they just went around picking up sticks off the ground. Yeah. There's something else afoot, if you will, or an uh, antenna. Ah, what? If you guys just want to keep setting up decorations, you can. If you want to go check out other people's butterfly stuff, you can. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, let's investigate. I'm going to do it from a distance. Be perception checks. But if you want to get in and get like intimately close, you can do some investigation. I'm just going to have to... 15 perception check. I don't really feel a need to get that close to people. Not yet. Yeah. That's fine. Just being a stranger here. Wanted criminal. 15. Not wanted here. I mean... They want you here, but you're not a wanted criminal, right? Right. Fifteen. Artist. Fifteen. Sixteen. I want up to this. You focusing on the kids or including adults in this too? Um, I want to focus on the children first. Hmm. But you would include adults as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll separately. I just want to know if you were looking at... God. If you were narrowing your field of view at all. Uh, that boy is not alone. That boy, um, right? You, you notice a few other people... They have antenna that are acting similarly, and they all seem to be going about their days. And the antenna are just doing their own thing. Now I will take mine off. Constitution saving throw, please. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're about to see what happens when this goes very Do you have a long. negative? Because I'm the best. Yeah. I don't. I have uh, a plus one. Uh, oh. Nope, I got 14. As you grab onto the headband and pull, they feel stiff. Almost like you're pulling off a scab, but they come off. Mm, let's take and there's no extra things. blood or anything. It just like felt like it was holding on to something, but it came off cleanly. Yeah, we can investigate the ones we have. Yes, let's look at You should those. investigate these, because there's something weird with this thing. I'm going to investigate it. That is a 19 investigation check. Investigation? Yeah. Okay. I'll do an arcana check. Why okay, not? you want to look at it magic style. I got a seven. I'm going to do Arcana, too. You sing to the antenna, and I do nothing in return. I also got a seven. Kara got a very good investigation role. And as you're looking at Aranus's in particular, you can see maybe a couple stray hairs that got pulled off with it. But they don't seem to be living flesh or, like, actual butterfly parts, as far as you can tell. The wood's maybe a little bit older, has a little bit of a, a flex to it, but it's it's still like a twig that's been dyed a darkish color, and you can easily snap it in your hands if you wanted to. It would bend a little bit and then just yeah, snap. Well, I have a pair of them. I'm going to pull my pair out, and I'm just going to, not in front of everyone, just see what happens. Yeah, break. See what happens. Yeah, they break. Okay. They break. What? You promised that little girl you would wear oh, them I'm sorry. on the festival day, and then you broke them. Sorry. Dude, not wearing roll, mine either. It's okay, roll slide of hand, I think, to do this out of sight. That's a 20. Okay, yeah, nobody saw you do it. <laughs> Don't give me that look, Arnis. You're such a dick. Could ask Sam if he knows anything. I think we also need to talk to this lady who was a little shady the last time we spoke to her. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. So, Kara has just broken her antenna. Did you break the band in between the two, or did you actually break one of the antenna themselves? Well, I break the antenna. Okay. Yeah. Just, just wanted to get a good picture here. What are you guys doing? Talk to the shady lady. Shady lady. Okay. Which I think is a good idea. You want to go and uh, speak with Murata again? Yep. Okay. You go back to her house, and there's no response from the inside of the house. What? Uh, well, is there a back door? Mm-hmm. Take a walk around the house. As you go around to the back, you see her back there. She's got a number of bushels filled with uh, these reddish-orange berries. Got some other ones that are marked, like, with a barberry marmalade stamp on them. She's just out there doing her work. So, I guess I'm, I'm having this conversation? Well, we didn't go with you, and we don't know she's there, so... Oh, you go with her? You didn't come with me? I... Walk around the back, back of the house? Mm-hmm. I don't usually do okay. things like that. Oh, that's right. You're the good one. <laughs> then I'll poke out from the other and be like, she's over here. Oh, okay. Well, well, good morning. 
Good morning to you too. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's, like, it's about ten o'clock. The sun's coming up. Uh, Comes up later. Here. So, lady friend, we have a question for you. Oh, it's none of this is ready yet. If you want to buy some, I've got some oh, in the house. Not so much about that. Um, what do you know about these antenna? And I point to the ones that you're holding that are no longer on your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, Catalina, she sells those. She makes them every year. They're, they're so adorable. Inside Five. <laughs> no reason not to believe her. You got a 14. got a 16. She's very sincere. Catalina makes these every year. Can you tell us anything about the fact that we've noticed that they've been moving independently? I'll say what now? Uh, you say check on that, too. <laughs> oh, that's a nine. I got a 15 this time. <laughs> Five. Everyone gave me a perception check, too, at the same time. Ooh, that's an 11. Nine. 23. As she turns to say, say what now, you know, it's like... She turns first, and then her antenna turned to follow, like, just <laughs> shortly course. after. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. The child is the only one who makes these things? Well, those kids make them, yeah. Her and her friends. All right. Ask her about the child's illness. She might know something. Do you know anything about the child's illness? You could ask, too, you know. You're the talker. You're the looker. I'm the quiet. Apparently, she's the talker. Usually, I'm the talker. I don't know. I think Arnest is probably the looker, being the bard and all. But it could be. Kara can make herself however pretty she wants. I assumed a bar himself. I assumed the bar wench was a looker. <laughs> if you want to assume that the bar wench is the the loose one who uses their appearance to get what she wants, I'm okay with that. You can be you can be that. That's the assumption I'm making. Oh yeah, her her dad said something about that uh, about a couple weeks ago. I noticed it. She still seems to be in good spirits, though. You know anything about how what caused it? Or I I wouldn't know. Him? Not my not my daughter. Uh, inside check, I got an eleven. It she honestly doesn't know. You get the feeling what you noticed before was probably just the start of her antenna changing. She's she's just a. How often Simple do you take your antenna off? I was just going to ask when the last time it came off was. Well, it's probably, I don't know, hmm, a few days ago, possibly even a week ago. They're, they're comfortable enough to wear to bay. I, I sleep on my back. Don't, they don't bother me none. So, where would you, can, okay, um, would you indulge me in an experiment? Uh, please roll persuasion. Um, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> take one. I'm going to take them off your head. Oh, I got an 11. You're going to have to be a little bit more clear there, buddy, if you want to experiment with it. Oh, I mean, I nothing major. I was just wondering if you wouldn't mind attempting to take them off right now. Well, I've got I've got work to do. I, well, they don't bother me while I'm working. I, we I just, know. It we won't just take, want to see them. They're it so won't, pretty. It won't take but a minute. Yours are prettier than the usual ones. Well, thank you so much. I, I know the kids put a lot of effort into them. Roll persuasion again, the two of you. Yeah. You're both participating now, Darwin and Arnis. Eight. Oh, eight. I need to get somebody to try to take theirs off. I'll be done with my work a little bit later tonight. If you want to meet up for a drink at the Nectar, fine. And you can get a good look at my antenna then. Sounds good. Sounds good, Sam. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Ma, for some of your time. Oh, wait. You don't happen to know where What's Her Face's parents live, do you? Oh, yeah. She already told us. They uh, live in that Catalina? house on the hill. That's the, the bigger house. house. Yeah, and she already okay. told cool. us the, the street. Camera. We could go talk to her parents, but we probably need a better plan. Let's go check with Sam first. Well, I want to talk to her parents about her. I do too, but I think we need some kind of ploy. You know what I mean? We can't just show up and be like, hey, what's wrong with your daughter? Like, <laughs> we need to pretend to be doctors or something. Except I, that's fucked up. So. Hello. <laughs> I'm the healer here. That's my ploy. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, Arnis <laughs> is a legit Don't need a ploy man. when you have a healer. All right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> so what do you do? You want to see Sam? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, please. He's over by the fire pit near the center of town, just past the Shrine to Grawl, or warming up by talking to a few locals. Is he wearing a tent? Oh, Yeah. I don't know what's up with these antenna, but they're freaking me out. Hey, Sam. Oh, hey. How's it going? 
You guys have been busy bees, huh? Sure. Riken says you're good help? Good. Um, can we steal a moment of your time in private-ish? How private do you mean? Less people than this? Sure. He'll walk with you down the road, like, a back towards the stables where the cart's at. Sure. He'll walk with you in that general direction. There might be a couple people walking by every now and again, but no one's really paying attention. They're not a generally snoopy crowd. That's fine. Um, I need a little walk and talk going with Sam. So, Sam, two things. Uh, Mm -hmm. First, how many times have you been to this town? A dozen or so. Not always this time of year, but I pass through here often enough. And you've you've been around for the Butterfly Festival before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely have. The, the antenna. People wear them every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever noticed anything unusual with the antenna? Can't say as I have. Is he wearing a pair? Sa- yeah. Yes. Sam, for the fifth time, he's definitely Sam, wearing a pair. will you Sorry. indulge okay. me? Are they moving? I haven't looked. I got a 13 perception check. No. Sam, when did you put your antenna on? This morning. Will you indulge me in a very bizarre experiment? Uh, I guess. I guess. Sure. Why not? Will you take them off yeah. for me? I'll totally take them off. Okay. Real, real smooth and easy. Like, just whoop. Can... You want to take a look at them? Yes. You want to wear them? get the band. I noticed you two aren't wearing them. And the three of you aren't wearing them. Yeah, it's because they're creepy. Oh, um, come on. They're cute. Well, we're, we're getting to that. Um, what was your so, investigation roll? I'm sorry. I was a 13. Here, I will. They're, they're the same as before. I'm gonna. What you can tell. I'm gonna take a look at them as well. Yeah. Just because I can. Do you guys pass around his antenna? Oh, but I got an 18. 17. The, the same as they were, like, the very first day you got yours. Okay. Simple wooden band, simple wooden sticks, dyed black. And the back end. He puts them right back on. There's something weird going on with the antenna. Um, what do you mean? You wouldn't notice it if you weren't looking for it. But they're starting to move independently. Hmm. I mean, like, they're pieces of wood, right? So they shouldn't go anywhere. And we're starting to see mm-hmm. them, like, actually m- move and do things on people's heads. And if you leave them on for too long, it's really hard to take them off. That's that's weird. Yes. Well, I myself I have trouble getting mine off. Today. Thank you, Mr. Head. No, you look fine. Well, I am fine now, but it was very difficult to get them off. i sure they weren't just tangled up in your hair? Positive. <laughs> I mean, you got a nice head of hair there. They might have just gotten a little <laughs> caught. Thank you. However, <laughs> um, no, they were not caught in my hair. It's as if they didn't want to come off my head. Hmm. None of us are sure what this means or if it's anything, but we wanted to talk to... T- you about it in case anybody mentioned anything weird. Because there's something weird going on. Everybody's just going about their business, getting ready for the festival. Everybody's super happy. Um, this is the happiest time of year for these people. The sum up of that is, if you hear anything or notice anything odd, please tell us. Because something's not Sure. Right. Secondly, do you know Catalina's family? Of course I do. Of course, she's a... Beals' daughter. Elder Beals. Beals. He oversees the town. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, if anyone's going to know that we're criminals, it's probably going to be that guy. So I'm glad I talked to Sam first. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably. Um, so that's probably a problem. Hey, now. <laughs> Hence the, uh, oh. <laughs> you guys murdered the courier when he was north of here. Well, yeah, but he, he still got the stuff to the fort. So he might have got it here. So no, he would have stopped at the fort first because he came from Karan. The fort might have sent word that someone murdered. Well, we had. It's a small town. Him. You would have seen some guards. That's true. Yeah, have we seen any guard no. presence? We, we have no idea that they're searching for us. We're probably okay. No. We haven't seen any guards. It's all been okay. regular folk, and then the three of you. Right. You are the shadiest mofo's in town. Just because we're not local. Yeah, that's why. I don't walk sure. around in my armor every day, by the way. Let's just put that out there. That's not why you would be shady. Because <laughs> I'm not wearing antenna. Have you, um, sorry, to return to the subject for just a moment. <laughs> Sam, have you, um, have you heard anything about what's wrong with Catalina? I was talking to her daddy the other day. 
said it was about a couple weeks ago, maybe, and started off as like a rash. Well, it's been growing a little bit, but I don't know anything beyond that. It doesn't sound like she did either. Um, she doesn't know. She doesn't seem to care. Okay. I would be interested in helping if I could, but I'm just, I'm not sure either what I'm dealing with or what I could do. Well, you're doing good work in the town so far. I'm all real excited. Festival's just around the corner. Out of character, how how many days are we away from this thing now? Four days until the festival. Okay. Well, like I said, Sam, if you notice anything, hear anything, um, tell us. We'll keep subtly poking around while we're doing our work, of course. We're not going to shirk our duties. Kids have fun. Okay. Well. What do you guys want to do? Um, well, I want to make sure we get our work done for the day. Yeah, yeah that's fine. If all you want to do is your work... And I would, I would, God, this feels really dangerous, but I would, I would like to go talk to Beals. Sure. You go to go see Beals. Because I feel like whatever happened to her is tied up with what's going on with the, with the antenna. Elder Beals lives in a somewhat larger home near the end of the main road, past the Grawlor Shrine. He lets you in. He doesn't have, like, a butler or anything. This is not a fancy place. Oh, good afternoon, folks. How you doing? How you doing? We're doing very well. We've had the pleasure of, of staying in your fine town for the last week and a I half. I know. Uh, I know. Helping out with preparations. Um, Strangers don't stay a week helping out with the festival when I don't know about it. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Um, Small town. <laughs> we were also fortunate enough to meet your daughter. Oh, I see. Um, I see. Purveyor of fine So you're still wearing the wings. It looks very nice. And... I did it. <laughs> I got to talking to her a, a little bit about her skin condition. With her permission, of course. Um, I told her she was more than welcome to tell me to... Oh, yeah. Catalina's not off. shy. Um, She's a very outgoing young girl. But I'm wondering, because I, I'm sure you've had, you know the best doctors you can find in here and I, I do a little bit of healing myself and I would, I would love to be able to help if I could but I, I've i never seen anything like this and I'm wondering if you know any more than maybe she does and of course you don't have to share obviously but I would like to help if I can I had a doctor come down from the fort right after it started and he tried, he gave her some sad and didn't do anything no, since then the uh, She's been in high spirits, but, you know, I've been praying every day, and he's kind of walking you through his living room, and he walks you up to a smaller, personal version of that Grawlor Shrine. That's out front. Don't give me a perception roll as he walks you up. 19. 14. 10! This one appears a bit more sloppily made, a little bit more in a hurry. Not quite as much detail went into it as the one outside of town. You know, some of the creatures maybe don't have, like, the proper parts. Like, there's a cat head on a bird body. Uh, and it lacks the grace and fluidity of the shrine outside. Is he wearing antenna? And wings. And a pin. And is any of it animating itself? I'm not going to notice. I got a six. You are taken in by the uh, by the shrine. And he's got, like, some old family paintings. And maybe, like, a set of antlers up on the wall. It's not fancy. It's I also just a six. Nice-ish decorations. Um, Sorry, Arnis. Fifteen. Also six. Elder Beals is a—he's quite a hirsute man. He's quite hairy, uh, and it's difficult to make out the bandana portion of his antenna through his hair. It's very thick. It's very dark. Hair pretty much everywhere. So you really only see like the last couple inches of the antenna. They do move a little bit. I call him Elder Beals. I don't know what I would call him. Or just Beals. That's fine. I don't mind just calling me Beals. You can call him Beals. We're not formal. Uh, no, no need for, for formality around here. That's just for, you know, signing papers for it. <laughs> they like to see a title, so I got a title. But come on now. Fair enough. We're friends here. Beals, can you tell me what was happening or what your daughter was doing right before you noticed the rash? Uh, Where she was, anything? I, I don't know. I'm just a young child. She gets into all sorts of whatever during the day. I don't keep an eye on her. Running off to the woods, off to the bay, playing with her friends. Well, we're safe here. I trust her. Yeah, that's fair. Has anyone in town ever had 
a symptom that even looks remotely similar to this? Oh, no. no. First anybody's ever seen of it. Okay. Same thing the doctor from the fort said. Okay. Well, I probably like the doctor. I'm going to say I wish there was something I could do. If you think you can help, you're more than welcome to try. Oh, why don't you try, maybe? Well, she's not here. Right. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know but I mean, why don't you? Yeah, it would be easy enough to find her or wait for her or whatever you want to yeah. do. It's a very small town. Everybody knows everybody. On a separate matter, though somewhat connected, I suppose, your your daughter and her, her, her friends, they make mm-hmm. the antenna and the wings, like, every year. Oh, yeah, ever since she was... was Ever since she was, like, six. She's wanted to make butterfly stuff. I'm not going to stop her. Nice. It's adorable. That's very cool. She's gotten a lot better over the years. Um, Yeah, they're very good. Uh, I agree. And he kind of, like, turns and motions his wings. (laughs) Wings don't move, do they? You want to roll perception on that? Yeah, I've been wondering that, too. Oh, I didn't notice. I'm distracted by something. (laughs) Oh, I got an eight. I got a nine. And you're looking as he turns back and forth, and they don't seem to move at all. I mean, other than the fact that he's moving, and right. they're kind of, like, swaying with his movement. I will pay attention to that a little more. Well, we'll try to take our wings off later and see what happens. Right. That would be a good idea. Have you n- noticed this year anything unusual with the wings? Not the wings, the, the antenna. I don't know. They're really good this year, don't you think? I... They, they're they're well made. He, like lowers his head a little bit. And when was the last time you attempted to take yours off? Catalina won't let me take them off. You should see her. I tried like the second year to take them off, and she just threw a fit. And I just I just wear them through the festival, take them off after. It's a lot easier on me because it's a lot less noise from her. Would you, since she's not here, would you mind? I can't I'm going to say this for a third time today, but I'm going to. <laughs> Would you mind indulging me in a small experiment? Uh, please roll persuasion. Should be painless. He's a very friendly guy. But still. Well, I got a 13. Yeah, you know, probably be another hour or two before she gets back. I can, I can give it a shot. And he reaches up through his hair and finds the base of it and he pulls a little bit. Ah! Hmm. I must be tangled or something in there. Brushes his hair back. You see the antenna. Then back up in front. Oh my god. Move slightly in his hair. He's like, I I don't want to mess with it. So he tried. It hurt. He stopped. Okay. Um, I'm not going to pursue the actual conversation about them with him. Because I think his kid is the cause of it. Um, Ask him about her process. About how she makes them. Oh, yeah, so tell me tell me about how she makes the the antenna and, and the wings. Like what's what's her what's her process? Well shoot, as far as I know, her and her friends go gather up some uh, some sticks from the out by the trees over there and they dye them with dirt or dye, whatever they can scrounge up. Uh, sometimes some of the people here will help. And I had a real nice red color once one year when uh Marada gave them some leftover skins from the berries. Hmm. I guess she didn't like it. It attracted ants and stuff, so she doesn't use that anymore. <laughs> uh, the wings, leftover bits of cloth, leaves sometimes, scraps of paper, things like that. Hmm. Nothing Very cool. that fancy. I mean. This is going to seem off topic and like a strange question, um, yeah. so I apologize for that. Has anything weird ever happened in the woods? <laughs> Outside of town? Nothing weird for the woods, no. I mean, it's woods. There's animals out there sometimes. And, you know, nothing nothing that we know of, no. Um, if you hear about anything or anybody starts acting strangely, I know this sounds very strange, would you mind letting one of us know? I'm having some... All right. One of us All right, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your, your time as well. All right. Growl or praise you. As you walk out, you definitely see, like, his left antenna follow the three of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck is happening in this town? 
So now I need to see if we can get these wings out. We need to go back to our room. Yeah. And see if we can take these wings out. <laughs> yeah. We need to do some immediately. Yeah. Because I'm freaking out! <laughs> so you leave the home of Elder Beals. You head right back to the Nectar Pond. Rush upstairs to your room. And what? Attempt to take the wings off. Yeah. Constitution saving throw, both of you. Shit. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Shit, 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 shit. It's an 11. Oh, we now. I got a 10. They don't seem to want to come off. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A- and D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibber music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us, or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.